Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22, the July 2018 uh, Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. We are in studio today with two of my great brothers in life. So I've got, um, for probably the past couple years, we've, we've got a local uh, CEO roundtable group that we have of, of uh, five business owners, and two of them of that group are here today. They're my brothers that I love deeply, and we just get to do life together. So um, Bill Nickus is part of our group, and Jess Dantese, I know our listeners have heard Jess. He's sat in the... Um, in, in my chair and of hosting before, so you know they've heard him before. So guys, we're glad to glad to have you with us. So Jess, welcome and tell our listeners a little bit about you and yourself. Yeah, well, good to be back. Uh, it was a pretty long hiatus for me, so I was afraid <laughs> I was never going to get invited back. But no, I, it, it is a, a special group uh, here today, uh, like Tim said, and we've had a very special bond through the years. It's going to be a fun uh, podcast, and uh, happy to be part of it. But just a quick bio is I'm really somewhat of a serial entrepreneur and all of uh, my ventures so far have been based in uh, risk management and insurance and now uh, some software that's related to insurance and risk management. Well, that's good. And hey, just and Jess has got four kids and his wife Heather and we've known them a long time. So, and it's really cool that uh, some of the risk management stuff, I think it may have been our first podcast we had. You Man, I interviewed you about <laughs> yeah, that. So, yeah. man, how about that? So, time flies, the 22nd episode, so that's really cool. So, yeah, and I'm also glad to have my great friend Bill Nickus. So, Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yes, I um, am the owner of Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill Restaurant here in Anderson. Uh, we've been open almost 20 years now. Uh, I have a beautiful wife, Sabra, who's been my lovely wife for 22 years, and I have uh, three children, Elaney, George, and Pete, uh, and it's just an honor to be here, and thank you for having me, Tim. Yeah, no, we're, we're tickled to death to have two of my brothers with me. I mean that sincerely. So, hey, so we had a, uh, last week, for our listeners to know, we our group meets once a month, and we met last week, and Bill was talking about some staff changes that were going on, and, and us three really, we dived that real deep, and I said, man, I think that could be a great podcast topic. So, you know, we, we arranged it, and they ended up coming in studio today. Ha ha, I'm joking. And so, you know, I thought it would be good for the listeners to, to be able to listen to this because I think this can affect – it it affects business owners and leaders and everything we do in life. So I just thought that would be good. So the topic today is staff changes in business. So um, my first question is to Bill. So, Bill, give our listeners an example of how change has affected your business in a positive way. Well, um, kind of long story short, we're, our group is doing a book right now called Five Dysfunctions of a Team um, by Pat Lencioni, and we, uh, we meet month, once a month and discuss each dysfunction as a team. Um, a couple months ago, we had a um, difficult conversation with one of our team members, um, which ultimately ended up resulting in that team member deciding that they were you know, it was time for them to make a change. And um, so kind of fast forward a month, month later, uh, we actually just ironically met this morning um, and we, our topic of discussion, which is not a coincidence, is embracing accountability. Uh, And it was a really neat, neat, neat opportunity where we basically um, started with me as the leader first. um, But we had two questions that we had to answer. The first one being, 
um, what's the, your positive attributes, behavioral po positive attributes that help enhance the team. Question two of that, what are basically your weaknesses that can stall the team? So as the leader, I, I allowed them to, to speak into me first and you know they, they were very encouraging on, on my positive attributes, but my negative ones were, you know, lack of follow through was one that was brought up, time management was brought up. And it was really interesting as we went around the room, how receptive everyone was for, you know, for the constructive criticism. And ironically, everyone knows, you pretty much know you're, you, it's a blind spot, but you know deep down that, that the areas that you struggle in. And uh, it was, I tell you, it was probably one of the best, I felt like it brought our team together, minus one, sometimes whenever we have, you know, one, one, that one person since left, it changed the whole dynamic of our team and the, the openness and vulnerability of the team really showed today. And it was, I left there more excited than I probably ever have with my management team and the direction we're going. And uh, so that, that that's kind of basically my latest example of that, Tim. Oh, that's great. Jess, you want to chime in on, uh, you know, we've had, we had a lot of this conversation a week ago, but anything you want to chime in on, on that? Uh, yeah, and uh, I think the listeners hopefully are starting to get a sense of what we talk about uh, on a monthly basis and how th this helps so much to surround yourself with a group of like-minded guys uh, struggling through their own struggles and uh, working things out on their own. So hopefully they, they'll learn from your podcast about why it's important to not do life alone. And just like Bill shared openly, um, I'm not in the restaurant business. But if you're in any kind of business, you understand how difficult and challenging it is to manage and, and truly uh, impact employees and you know, train them, not in such a way to do better work, but to almost be better people. And because of becoming a better person um, and, and investing yourself personally into their real life, that actually makes them better workers, you know? And so if I could, add anything it would just be recognize the importance of why Bill is doing that you know he's got a lot of things that's clamoring for his time and his energy and his effort but he believes and rightfully so that his employees are worth his investment of that time and that effort and that energy and he feels it and he knows it and he's already starting to get a return on that and he didn't focus on, hey, you should be doing this better, this better, this better. He just started focusing on those people as human beings, and it's actually creating a better place to work and a place for his people to transform into what he's wanting them to transform into. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. And one thing that, boy, I really dove in and listened, Bill, one comment you made is that you gave your team permission to speak into you. And I know that our listeners have heard me say this on our podcast before, but I think that allowing them permission to speak into the boss or to the to the leader that's not easy to do and in a lot of organizations that doesn't happen but i tell you to to hear your energy even today compared to when we talked about this last week it's very positive i think so you took so to summarize this you took a um your your meeting last month ended up being that one of your key members of your team decided that they needed to go do something else is that correct correct, correct. okay so that's scary when you think about it, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but think about a lot of times we don't know 
what we've got and be doing things different until we until some change is made but to see the fruits out of that now and to see the excitement in your voice and I can only imagine your team feels the same way and I think you said earlier but probably one of the best meet, one of the best meetings you've had as a team absolutely the whole team energized today absolutely left energized excited encouraged that's great yeah and I think that the, the challenge for us and if you're and if our if our listeners dive in is to build on that and you know what if you want to change culture if you want to change direction you know, we're not driving speedboats here. That you know, it, you know, we've got to make subtle change. And you know, it's like it's like we're a big ocean liner. We just got to make subtle change and change. We can't we can't do a quick turn. You know, and it takes time, and it's hard work. You know, to do those kind of things. But man, I think that's great, and I'm proud to see how far you've come as a leader. Just as long as you and I've been friends, which has been a long time, so it's great to see. Thank you, Tim. Yep. All right. Hey, next question is. Um, is for is for you, Jess. How can change be a scary thing to go through in business? Well, uh, you know, as I think about that, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways, right? Um, all changes can be scary if you look at it that way. Um, I think the challenge for you know to to be better as a leader, um, you have to start thinking about change in a different perspective. Um, and so to give you some real life examples, like all businesses to some degree operate in some sort of org chart, flow chart, you know, and it starts at the top, works its way down, and at the same time starts at the bottom, works its way up. Um, but ever, however you have that, there's very, the, the higher it gets, the more arguably critical the role, right? So as you're building your org chart and you start having some change inside of that uh, that top level org chart, which is kind of what prompted this discussion amongst us, um, that part really uh, can become extremely challenging. It can uh, debilitate you. It can derail what you're trying to accomplish. Um, there's a lot of challenges when your top people decide this isn't the right place and, and you make that mutual decision that we're gonna part ways and, and do something else because now you've got somebody or some position that you spent a lot of time developing, uh, and for one reason or another, it's coming to an end. And now you've got to say, okay, this could become a, a disability for my business if I don't hurry and get this fixed and, and make sure I've got the right person, which can accidentally lead you down the wrong path because you think speed is more important than being precise and making sure you get the right person back in that position. So a couple of real life examples. Um, as I first started, um, my insurance practice, I decided uh, that I was going to leave and to do that I really needed a good right hand that could provide the type of service that we had to have for our type of clients. So we did that and I had somebody come with me so I poured all my effort and energy into making sure that person was just literally an extension of myself. Uh, Same spirit, belief system, attitude, and it was important for me because I knew that was a reflection on who I was, number one, but it was also what I was enticing business owners to buy from me. You know, this is what you can expect. This is what my group is going to provide for you. So it, it did really, really well. And we grew and we grew and we grew. And we actually grew to a point that that person um, decided was no longer you know, the, the right fit uh, for one reason or another. So here is a foundational person, you know, that I had brought on, I had invested in and poured everything into that was, it was leaving. And so it created that 
almost that panic of, oh my goodness, you know, what am I going to do? And so then the fear and how that fear uh, can just absolutely um, almost shut you down if you allow it to. And it certainly is confusing. It causes confusion and delay, you know, and it's important to get it right. So as I really, really worried, uh, I made progress and got somebody else and guess what happened? The problem and, and the issue wasn't as big as I had looked at it as. You know, I was looking at it like it was Everest when really it was Stone Mountain, you know, and you didn't realize it until you got on the other side of that. So my point of that is, is sometimes perception is this is such a big deal and, and guess what happened? We got better when that happened. The, the next person up was able to come into a role they've been wanting to get into and they flourished. Well then guess what? As time went on, that person left. And, and so we've had some critical change and turnover in some of my personal highest positions. So no matter what business you're in, uh, I want you to know that it, it, that is coming your way no matter who you are and what business you're in. But it's, in, it's of critical importance to you know, learn from my past mistakes and learn from my encouragement today of it's, it's not as uh, insurmountable as it looks. And it's important that you take it in stride, you believe that things are already in place and the processes are already in place because it wasn't just predicated on one person. And your business is gonna do very well. And time, you know, there's a time for everything in life. And that time, in some, some cases, that for that person, it, it just comes to a point where you part ways. And so when that happens, I just want you to know, I want you to be encouraged that it's going to be good. It's going to be turn what looked like a very uh, concerning moment. Actually, every single time that's happened for me in my business, it has turned into an extremely positive thing. Every single time. Oh, that's great. There's two. There's two thoughts, Jess, that I thought about whenever you were talking. So, uh, either one of you guys should speak into this. And and we and to let our listeners know, we're doing book club ourselves, and we're doing a book called The Pumpkin Plan. Uh, I, I, I may have mentioned this in last month's podcast, but I think that we need to hire for we need to hire based off of position. We need to set up our, our organization based off of position, then find the right person for that position. That's good, Tim. Yeah. You know, and and, uh, and I got to give the guy in the book that, that credit. So, and and a second thing is that a lot of times we hold on, we 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 take so much of our blood, sweat, and tears and pour into people to bring them up to make them the leaders that they want to be. And sometimes people reach their ceiling. And I think of the book by Dr. Henry Cloud called Necessary Endings. Sometimes it's necessary to have an ending. You know, and again, and, and if you're if you're one of our listeners and you're leaning in and listening, if it's time for you to make a change, you know, always take the high road, always work a notice, always leave on good terms because you never know when your paths are going to cross again. You know, Bill, anything you want to add to that? Jess, I think, and Tim, y'all are both spot on. You know, as I'm, you know, in this season right now, you know, a couple of things like just just talked about it. You know, fear. I think is, you know, and I, I think a Second Timothy one seven. For God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of mm-hmm. love and of a sound mind. And uh, you know, I have to be reminded of that a lot. Um, but I also believe to truly get to where we need to get as an organization, we have to have radical change at some point. You know, we've been open almost 20 years now. And, you know, this person, just to kind of reiterate, was my number two in charge. I mean, a high, high impact player in our business. 
And what I've decided is I've decided that I'm actually not going to I'm not going to rehire that position currently. I'm at, you know, I never say never, maybe mm-hmm. down the road, and I'm redistributing those responsibilities out. And it was a huge learning lesson for me to where I'm, so, you know, so to speak, have backup, backup players for each position. So the next time it happens, it maybe won't hurt as as much Mm -hmm. um so it's been really you know it's it's been a great thing for me because i think that that there's also a healthy fear and a healthy fear kind of gets us motivated and refocused in our business sometimes we can at least i know for me i can become complacent at times Mm -hmm. when things are on uh, autopilot yeah i think that's good Jess, you want to add something else well i kind of want to segue if that's okay so we've talked a little bit about uh, positive change in business. Uh, we've talked a little bit about scary change in business, and uh, you know I can't be quiet for too long. So I, <laughs> I, I know you have a lot. Our to listeners know that. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> but I, I want to get. I want to flip the script and let 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 you talk some uh, about uh, your life experiences in business. So, how has uh, change affected your business uh, sometimes in a negative way? You know. So Jess, you're asking me that question just for our listeners know. That's correct? right. Okay. Um, First of all, and I say this a lot, I think, I think it's a great question. Um, I think that um, one of the toughest things that I, I had to make a really, really tough decision over three years ago, and it really hurt my family. And everybody knows we're a family-owned business. But something that seemed like it was a negative to my family was a massive positive for our business. And it goes down to, um, to attitudes and aptitudes. And we can have, and here's the thing, we can have the best team in the world, and if you got somebody that's not the right fit, it can create a cancer. And it can be one of the worst things that can happen. You know, I mean, and I think that, and what we have to do as leaders is to address those things. You know, Jess, I wanna, I wanna jump back to where we were for a minute, because I, I, um, I wanna talk about something that um, Bill's number two person he just mentioned, you know, is now not with his company anymore. Uh, that's a big deal you know to me that's scary it's scary that you know that he spent time and money and resources to get that person up to speed so I want to go back to when I bought my parents out in 2011 with our business is that um, sorry I'm diverting but I think it's important I think it's an important topic important point is that when I did um, you know they here they trained me for it they were here they trained me for a long time you know, and I always had them, if I needed something, they're always down the hall. Well, when I bought them out, I finally went, oh my gosh, now it's on me. But I had a very seasoned person, my number two person, who was right down the hall that had had more battle scars. He learned from doing things and, you know, he was older than me. He'd been in business. And uh, so I still had a safety net. But you know what? That safety net retired last February. And you know what? A little bit of me says, man, that would be nice to have, but it's been great to get new people involved and get and you know to expand our leadership team now. So now instead of having one number two, so Billy talking about changing things and you know uh, you know bringing things down and having more people involved, now you know everything used to be on our number two guy. Well now it's not it's on five people. So we relayed out our organization chart. So we're sharing that responsibility. And one thing I would challenge you with, Bill, and it sounds like you're already doing it, is to make sure we take the decision making process down to the lowest level. And we don't want people to have tribal knowledge that if someone, an example, Jess, if I work for you and if I, and if I was doing a project, 
you don't want me to come to you and ask you every little thing. You want to train me up on how you want me to do it and then let me go run wild and get it done under what training you gave me. The same thing with it. We don't want people holding things back, you know, because it's going to protect their position or protect their job. So I think having that transparency, Bill, like you had in your meeting this morning and being vulnerable with your team, I think does nothing but build community and build connection. And that's the things that we're talking about. So I hope I answered your question, Jess, but I also plugged in a little bit what we talked about earlier. Yeah, I think that you kind of brought it back to the, the main point of all this, you know, positive change, scary change, negative change, uh, it's kind of all the same thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It all kind of ties together of uh, you can, perception being reality, that's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's how you look at it. You know, it could have been perceived that buying your parents out, you're all on your own, this is about to be negative, you know, but it wasn't. It could have been scary, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in a season, we, we were talking about this as our group, uh, it might feel like uh, it is a negative or a scary, uh, but it only stays there if you let it stay there. That's good. Mm, that's yeah. good. Really good. You, it's up to the leader to progress it to the positive change mm-hmm. that it's going to be. Yeah. No, that's good. And as leaders, a lot of us come to us and expect us to have all the answers. But you know what? If we make a bad decision or, or do something that's not in the best interest of the business, learn through it. Learn through it as a team. Back up and say, hey, raise my hand. You know what? I made a mistake on this. I thought this was going to be a good decision. These are the reason why. And again, give your team, Bill, like you said earlier, permission to speak into you. That's where, you know, that's where the gravy comes from. That's where if you've got if 90% of your business is good, that's that next 10% to get you to that level that you know you're the business people want to come work for. Yeah. Makes sense? Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. All right, so hey guys, as we as we start to close up, close out our podcast, man, I'm sorry, our time is running out. Uh, it's so good, so great to hang out with my brothers. Is uh, so this question is for both uh, Bill and Jess. Is hey, what's one piece of advice you want to leave our listeners with today? So Bill, won't you start? Okay, um, I'll give a couple. You know, I, a lot of a lot of people have heard this analogy before, but if you use the old, I do it in a staff meeting. Everyone raise their hand. And everyone does that now raise your hand higher um, the point of that exercise is that we all have a little more in the tank than mm. we think we do and uh, I shared that with our, our, our staff this morning and um, and I think that's what really gets people excited um, I, I think sometimes as leaders we take that for granted I think people want to take on more, more responsibilities human beings we thrive on that and we really yearn for it in a way. So um, sharing those responsibilities out, knowing that there's always more in the tank, and to understand that change is healthy and really it's necessary to take your business to the next level. I mean, that's that's outstanding. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's Thank great. You, Tim. Thank you. Jess, what about you? Oh, well, you can see some of the benefit that I personally get being around these guys all the time. And, I, again, I would encourage the listeners to – surround themselves with a group like ours. I think it matters, and you guys would agree with that. But uh, I think the takeaway from today, uh, Bill kind of said it the best when he was talking about just being a little bit vulnerable and then also giving your team a chance to be vulnerable. I think for real change, no matter what stage you're in in that change, I think it's critical that people feel empowered to be a little bit vulnerable, to, to say, I don't know. I, you know, and to, and for them not to get, 
you know, judged in their mind by the leader that they're uh, opening up for the first time because you really can't get better until you get to that point. And you really can't get that change uh, to the positive change that we're all trying to make them get, get to as quickly as possible without that little piece of vulnerability. And really that's not a cool world, uh, word in today's world. You know, uh, it's not looked upon, you know, highly. Uh, but I think it's a lost art, and I think Bill uh, kind of saw the power of not only being a little bit vulnerable himself, not all the way, but certainly opening the door for others uh, to be vulnerable in front of him, and I think that's what Kyle caused such a, a dynamic meeting and, and to get a lot more out of your team. So I would encourage listeners out there today uh, just to look into being humble enough at, to allow your people to be vulnerable in front of you and then see what that does for your organization. I think that's great, and I think Bill, I'll be I'll be surprised and shocked if your if your core group doesn't continue to grow every time you get together. Because I really think you will. You've really opened up the floodgates now, and I think and for our listeners to lean in, you know what? Just start, just get started. But you know what? Be honest, be transparent, and I think that you can take your company from where it is to places you've never known. But it ta- but it does have that common denominator that we all have change. Change is inevitable. It's going to happen. So let's embrace it. You know, so I think that's great. So, brothers, thank you both so much for being here today. It's been great to hang out with you again. Two weeks in a row for our tent, for our groups. So that's been it. awesome. Yeah, yep. thank you. Thank you. All right. Too. Hey, I want to thank our listeners for, uh, for taking time to listen to our podcast. Everyone take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.